You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Celebrity Rehab with Dr. Drew. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip from Celebrity Rehab. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for Celebrity Rehab. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Celebrity Rehab Season 5, Episode 11, Season 5 Revisited. I'm Tamara Berg. I'm here with Michelle Macedo and Dan Cohen. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good. Doing yeah. good. Yeah. Sober, I think. It's awesome. Yeah. Are Only water sober? in my cup. Right. Although, Only. earlier today I had a little cocktail, but that's okay. Oh, that's uh, totally a, lo- a while ago. So I'm count. all sobered up now. Uh, yeah, it doesn't show because mm-hmm. it wasn't mine. Um, so here we are. Rehab 150 days out of whatever. Yeah. Out of after release. That is uh, for intervention. It's um, 30. It's like 30 days, isn't it? Usually less than that. Yeah. Michelle and I both do intervention often together, and their follow up is usually 30 days afterwards. And so this is that's a long time. Of course, this show um, started taping in February or March. Way earlier. And Mm -hmm. so. You know, they didn't even start airing them until after they'd already been done with rehab. So, you know, things, the, just the timing of television. But yeah, that's a long time. That's a lot of days to be out of rehab and, you know, seeing what's happening. So, so 150 days? Uh huh. 150 days after they got out. And they got out in March. So I can't believe, I guess they have to stay quiet until it airs, right? It's kind of surprising that they're able to. Too. But actually, yeah. when we get to Michael Lohan, I can talk about that a little bit. But um, let's just get into it. Let's okay, just go cool. right into yeah. Bai Ling, right? It. Okay, yeah. so um, Dan, you've not seen this season, right? No, this so, was my first time actually watching the show. Oh, okay. So it was interesting to oh. kind of watch that. I know. It was crazy. I liked it, though. Yeah, it's a yeah. really it's a really interesting show. I have to say, this season, not as many fireworks, not as much um, sort of drama and intrigue as there mm-hmm. have been in other seasons, but still, it's always a good show. It's always interesting to watch, yeah. and you know, it's always wonderful to watch Dr. Drew do his magic because he's so good. Just stare at I him. was actually at a barbecue <laughs> this afternoon and I was mentioning to people that uh, I was going, no, Dr. Drew wasn't there. Okay, I was, I was say, mentioning to people that I was going to be here doing the After Buzz later and several of the women, and I'm talking all age, one of them was in high school, others were in their 50s and 60s, I think. I mean, there was the, the entire gamut and... Uh, so I'm sitting there and there are maybe seven or eight women there. And I said, you know, blah, blah, blah. And someone said, is that the show with Dr. Drew? And I said, yeah, it's Dr. Drew. And the, all the ladies go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that's okay. Because he's mine. And this guy, so the guy who okay. asked, who wasn't sure, you know, what does he look like? I go, you know, tall and muscly, short, dark hair. I mean, short, gray hair. And and he's the guy is going, oh, and the women go, Oh, and he goes, what is that about? And I said, here's what it is. He has guns and compassion. Yes. And all the ladies go, totally. that's it. That's it. Totally. Well, no, that's weird because I've heard Love Line with Dr. Drew. Yeah. Countless times. I yeah. love that show. Yeah. And then when I saw him now, he's not what I pictured. Oh, like, isn't that funny? You didn't dark, know what he looked like. No, no. Oh. So it's interesting because I, first of all, I didn't know he wore glasses. Yeah. I, I just imagined a really tall, like muscular guy with dark hair. Yeah. Did you and think he was younger? I did. I didn't. I didn't picture him. I don't know. It was weird because I guess it's different when you hear radio and sure. then you see someone. Sure. Uh, so this was an interesting experience. For yeah. Me. No kidding. Glass is kind of like yours, actually. Yeah. I know, and very I was going to say very you're similar. Compassionate. And you know you got the you just, got the guns. Uh, yeah. He's got the big guns though. You know, Doctor Drew. He like yeah. clearly works out and wears the muscle t-shirts. So. Yeah, right. that's like a lot of the allure ones. to. The, he has compassion and guns. Yeah, that made all you me need. laugh. And all the women went, uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> just make me laugh. I love it. And he wears a tie with all of that. Uh huh. I know. Right. That's right. You should see him in his black t-shirt. <gasps> yeah, that's it's that's when it see. really gets crazy. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah. 
okay, so anyway, back to Bai Ling. Bai Ling had psychiatric mm. issues. She was up on the roof. She said she was from the moon in addition to being an alcoholic. And what what we talked about a lot in this that came out was that she had um, she was molested. It, yeah. it sounded like I mean yeah. they didn't put quite that fine a point on it, but basically he said, you know, so there were bad men in the uh, the Chinese army, the people, people People's Liberation Army in Tibet, I guess, yeah. or the Chinese. I can't remember all the, but yeah. you know, so she was part of that movement and bad men who put her on their lap and somebody was naked he didn't really say yeah, who, he whether just, it was she or I he I think it was very edited because yeah. all of a sudden he was just like naked, naked? and she was like yeah, yeah. Well, he just like asked were you naked and then she kind of just didn't really respond mm. to that directly right is yeah. what it was right yeah um but one of the things that I thought was really uh interesting about this or not interesting but it was notable that he said you know her uh Abuse issues were severe. He kept saying severe. And he said that all through the season, talking about her um, psychiatric issues were severe and her. And that's not a word that a medical doctor really throws around in my experience, you know. So but what they and I'm sure she probably didn't want all of it. You yeah. know, out on the world and TV, yeah. but they don't. They didn't talk very much at all about what happened to her. But you know, to go to that place where you think you're from the moon and need mm-hmm. to go on the roof, and obviously those are some pretty severe yeah. uh, reactions to something that was probably equally severe. So, I mean, it's it's sad. It's very sad to watch her go through her thing. Except she's doing fantastically yeah, well now, right? So well, she looks so much better, didn't she? Yes. Her that's one of those great really things. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the great things that uh, Michelle and I love about watching Intervention because yeah. even after 30 days, these people look amazing, amazing. and she really looked amazing compared to They before. look like different people. Yeah. Well, it's just not just, not just how she looks, but her whole persona, yeah. how she was sitting was just yeah. so much more comfortable and like easygoing and yeah, l- normal. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and that smile, this actually was, this was really striking me here. Her smile and her, they talk about, you know, the clarity in their eyes. Yeah. She just looked kind of peaceful. Yeah. You know, didn't it, she? It did help that the first shot was a Buddhist temple. Yeah. That totally yeah. helped. That's yeah. true. That's so, true. But, but I mean, look does. at that smile. She just looks so genuine. And mm-hmm. and what, what she had said was that um, her life is simpler than it was. You know, she used to be going to clubs every night and, and life is simpler and healthier and that makes her happy. And yeah, she was, there was some pretty, pretty bad footage there. She oh, was like dancing yeah. on tables and like I saw a brief clip of that like the before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, she was it was harsh. Her yeah. her life was harsh. And she's got a film part. She's doing martial arts training, which yeah, is also a great awesome. thing. Within the martial arts training, it's it's as much mental as it is physical. Yes. So that's a really great disciplinary And she has um, a job. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's process for her to be going through. She, she was a black belt too. That was intense. Was she? Mar- yeah, I didn't she, see that. Oh, I didn't even black look belt. That. She was like beating up that her trainer. It was nice. Was, it was intense. Yeah, nice. That's fantastic. And when when Bob went to go visit her, the thing that I thought was so beautiful was she said through going through rehab. And this might not be a direct quote, but it was something like, "Now I have the tools to open my wings and fly." Mm. And that's just, I just thought that was a really beautiful sentiment and mm. not the kind of flying off the roof kind of flying. Totally, but, yeah. Let's you know, help. sort of a freedom and a mm. sense of, of possibility. And yeah. isn't that... And setting herself free from all this stuff that she's put herself yeah. through. It's just such a great place to be mentally when yeah. you can say something like that. Yeah, no kidding. Mm. Yeah. How, do, do we know how old she is? She's in her 30s, I would imagine, right? Yeah, I have no mm. idea. So... so um. Maybe and we look can up how old Bailing is, um, but you know this. I am on it. Her so okay. this abuse happened when she was fourteen. So she's obviously lived her whole uh, some of her late teens and her whole adult life with, you know, this sort of bearing down on her. Yeah. Uh, and so it's it sort of seemed like and we've seen this again in intervention. That all right, ready? Yeah, she is forty-four years old. Oh wow! No way! Gosh, forty-four. That girl's mm. been taking care of her skin. That's That's an exclusive. No, it's yeah. not really an it's exclusive. Not. It's just some, no. He just likes to press the button. It's just a shocker. <laughs> did that say exclusive? Because I don't believe it, it did. Didn't. It, just it said, didn't. It didn't. Okay, it's fine. We're in a discussion. Okay. We don't All need right. to have one with Listen, you now about yeah. this stinking buttons. <laughs> um, but so for thirty years she's been dealing with this, and maybe longer, and is just now kind of living 
the the year that she would when she was 15 and the year that she would when she was 16 and the year she was you know so she's yeah. kind of going back through like stunted that gr- since yeah then. just and catching up with her childhood yeah exactly exactly and she mm-hmm. was saying to Dr. Drew she's never told this to anyone you know yeah. any of this stuff and we don't know how severe it was right like they never went right. into it too far so we right. don't know where right. what happened exactly or where, what, yeah. where she's yeah. been but clearly it was enough to make her go really kind of cuckoo right. so yeah so good for her. So moving on to Michael Lohan. Oh, not my favorite person. I know you're he's not your favorite person. Uh, there were times when that you did find some compassion for him uh-huh. this season. And sometimes so that was like good. when they were showing the footage here, I was yeah. like, okay. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. I was What like, are your impressions of Michael Lohan just from this, really? And no. well, and anything else. Well, I actually about. didn't know much about him. The the only yeah. thing I've seen before him was once like a magazine cover in the supermarket. Uh-huh. And sure. I was like, oh, Lindsay's Lohan's dad yeah, is in there the is. papers. Right. But um he just it was weird because I saw that and I was I could kind of see more about where the Lohan family was. Like, you know, that kind of just like a Brooklyn kind of tough guy yep. who just got out of control from yep. fame. Uh, that's Bond from his daughter, essentially, right. is what it seemed like. So knowing what happened to Lindsay Lohan via the papers and everything, it made yeah. sense to me. And yeah. I could really see, I can I can see a lot of where the he got The beginning of yeah. her illness, sort of. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, guess, I guess one of the things that really bugs me about him, because I was trying to find the root of that. Yes. Of my fury. Disdain. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I feel like he's using his daughter's fame as leverage oh, yeah. to gain his own attention and all that stuff. And now that he's doing his, as a job, he's like an interventionist yeah. Yeah. or whatever. And Dr. Drew and Bob Forrester think that that's a bad idea because he is putting himself in danger and the patient's in danger, which I totally can see that. Right. And it's, well, but it's, it's a repeating pattern in his life. Yeah. So he, you know, when, when you're an addict like he is, he, you know, he becomes addicted to relationships. He's becoming addicted to this job. He became addicted to the attention. You know, they have a mm-hmm. void that needs to be filled. And so you figure out anything that you can to yeah. fill that with. And so, you know, he just, he, his, his uh, lesson is going to be figuring out how to fill that void in a healthy way instead of yeah. an unhealthy way, right? Yeah, totally. The thing that really stuck out to me with him was when he said, um, I climbed a tree in prison to get shot. Just to get shot. Yeah. That was intense. I, don't I didn't know. I didn't think I didn't really hear that before, I guess. Yeah. It was when he was talking about being in prison. Yeah. yeah. And uh he he was having the conflict with Sean Young and Amy Fisher yeah, and that, that that yeah. So it was in that conversation yeah. during the season. Um so how did what how did that strike you? Um, well, it was weird because, first of all, I was trying to kind of decide, I don't know if I want to say how true it was, mm-hmm. but like the root of where his mind went, because I don't know if, you know, how big the trees are in prison, if they're really big enough where, you know, prisoners can climb out to get shot. But just to have that thought of I'm going to do something crazy yeah. to get the the guards attention. to assault me yeah. and like to kill me, it could be either, I don't know if it's an attention thing he wants right. or he really just wanted to end his life. Uh, I don't know. I just thought it was such an interesting comment to make, and it was so intense in that moment. Prison, yeah. he he yeah. talked uh, several times in the season, and prison was really hard for him. Not that yeah. it's easy for <laughs> for people, but he had probably the extra burden because, like he was saying, you know, yeah. pedophiles putting pictures of his daughter up in their cells yeah. and, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. And plus, he's already a guy with a lot of anger, a lot of hostility, a lot of feelings that he doesn't know how to deal with, which probably is the psychological makeup of a lot of people in prison. Yeah. It's just, you know, kind of a recipe for disaster there. Right. Yeah. Well, I was kind of on his side for when he said pedophiles putting photos of his yeah. daughters up because totally. that, that really imagine. has to be the hardest thing. That would suck. Because if it was That's just awful, if it was any other case of just another guy who had a picture of another guy's right. daughter, right. then, you know, it's a total different scenario. But for him, it's the same thing. Yeah. So yeah. that really kind of struck a chord with me. Totally. Me too. Terrible. I just, the whole Kate thing, which is his, ex-girlfriend uh, girl ex-girlfriend he had all yeah. this this is uh, it going on such a mess. Uh, that was a mess like it was it was just like so seemed like he brings so much of his own drama yeah, well, 24 hours after he was uh, released from rehab, he got arrested for this domestic assault. And that, we actually talked about that a couple weeks ago because that was in our news and gossip in, uh, I don't know, last month sometime. Um, and the charges were ultimately dropped, I believe. I'm not certain about that, but I'm pretty sure the charges were dropped, or if they weren't, they were greatly reduced. He didn't do any you know, time or anything like that for it. But... Um, you know, after that, it seems like maybe that incident was the one that really pushed her. He said that she's doing AA. I don't know that she went into rehab, but she's doing AA and 
And again, they were just there was so much hostility between the two of them and they really could not watching that the parking lot scenario. I was just sitting there going, you know, I I could I could never get into a fight like that because it's always, you know, one of them yelling something and the other has to escalate and the other has to escalate. And it's always about this you know where where I would constantly be just trying to f- to diffuse everything. Yeah, I, c- I could never see even being in a situation like that. Thank no. God, in the middle of a parking lot with but cameras and with people cameras. everywhere. God, they just and they went feed, really low. Feed, feed. Yeah, they went very below the yes, belt. Yes, they did. They were I think there has to be a level of I don't know if they enjoy it, but they they have a need to dominate the other one in a crowd because you know it's, it's very a, different yeah. if you're in private and you have an argument with someone. Yeah. versus if you're with a bunch of people and yeah. you want to show that you are right. Right. You know, you have yes, to prove yes, yourself yes. in a way. And especially for him, his tough guy persona. Yes. I'm sure that was coming out. Yes. You know. Plus, again, living in prison for a while, there's yeah. there's nothing but hostility there with, mm-hmm. you know, all these with inmates around. And it's, it's just a hard situation. Yeah, to be totally. In. So anyway, he's not using or drinking anymore. And he's working with his intervention allies program. What mm-hmm. what either of you, what was your impression of that when he was saying it? Um, he was talking about that. Uh, he like wanted to help and all this stuff, but I right. and uh, the intervention thing that surprised me that he was doing yeah. that so yeah. quickly after. Yes, and and you know I just feel like and this is how I felt when he was in rehab. He's a lot of talk. Yeah, he's a lot of talk. Like yes. he can talk circles around the fact of what other ne- people need to do and mm-hmm. how they need to feel and how they're going to deal with it. Right when he himself hasn't really experienced it. Right that that bugs me. That bugs me about yeah. him. Um, so I don't know if the if he's going to continue on with his job, but I do think that it's going to turn into a mess. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Dan? Um, I, I like Michelle said too. It was just too soon. He just mm-hmm. got out. I, he just you know he strikes me as a very impulsive person. Yes. Who he doesn't know what he wants to do with his life. He just you know he thinks he's completely all better now, and so his I he must be like oh I'll just help other people, but. You can't do that so close to, you know, getting healthy and being around Just doing it yourself, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, what I thought was a little bit irresponsible was these people coming to him and asking him to be part of their program. I thought, now these are people who deal with addicts every single day. They think, because, you know, the the thing is, is you don't make any big changes a year after getting out of rehab. That's the deal. You don't. Yeah. Start a relationship. You don't, you know, you just don't do these things because you need to get your foundation laid, right? right? And so here are these people weeks after he's getting out of rehab going, come on, let's let's have you come on board and help out. How to, yeah, I, what's what? up with that? I mean, well, I think that's a little irresponsible. I think totally. it's just because he's kind of a pseudo celebrity at this point. So they could be like, we got Michael Lohan on this. Like, you'll get better if you come. And people who see him and heard his story will be like, I want to get better like he did. Yeah. Or yeah. he's Michael Lohan. I'll do that. But like you said, it's Maybe. irresponsible. It's not. Because he was on Celebrity good, yeah. Rehab, so they might think, oh, okay, maybe he's better yeah. if they don't know any better than that. But I think now, perhaps, it shows that this job isn't the best for him. So <laughs> I don't know if it's going to keep going or whatever, but bad ideas, Mike. Well, I have a question because I'm not sure I understood this. Well, while Bob and Dr. Drew were talking to him, they said something about how... Uh, they were talking about him resolving his, not not resolving his relationship problems, um, and they he said the 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 term that Dr. Drew used was "you'll catch their illness." Did anybody follow that line? I wasn't really I wasn't really catching what that was. Um, yeah, I, okay. So he was talking about codependent relationships, right? Oh, he was talking yeah. about his daughter, right? At that point, I thought he was talking about. I thought he was talking about. The people that he's helping, the the addicts. The, okay. Yeah. He could have been talking about his daughter. I don't know. I I thought that he was talking about the addicts and how by trying to heal them, yeah. he's just gonna get worse. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. But then he would just bring it out again, or or maybe develop relationships that are codependent. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's the that's the thing. He 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 made it very clear that he doesn't resolve his relationship problems, and that when it gets you know he he talked about when I start to feel really involved in a relationship with somebody. He didn't use this word, but basically what he was saying was when I get vulnerable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when you get to that point in a relationship where you're vulnerable, where you're giving your heart to someone or or you're very invested in the relationship, he cuts and runs, you know? Yeah, he's yeah. like, I'm going to go back to Long Island. Exactly. And so, and, and, and continually creates distractions. So whether it was drugs or whether it's now this weird codependent relationship with 
uh, new addicts, you know, helping them. It just seems to me like he's all about distracting, distracting, distracting instead of actually doing the work. Sounds like he really needs to move somewhere, find somewhere isolated for like five years or something where he can just kind of get grounded, find his roots. And then figure out what he wants to do with the rest of his life. Yeah. yeah. And like deal yeah. with himself. Yeah. He just does everything to avoid himself. Yes. Right. All these addicts, also they're the kind of relationships and then they move on or whatever. So that is also inhibiting, yeah. uh, I mean, causing him to create more of these relationships yeah. where they get so close and then they leave. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's just uh, perpetuating that. Yeah. Yeah. He. I, I think he's got a bit of a, a hard road to hoe. Yeah. Um, but interesting that Dr. Drew said, I need you to, I think you need to stop helping other people. <laughs> because the rest of that sentence is because you need to finish helping yourself. Right. Yeah. And, and then also once you can get it down. because I'm Dr. Drew and I'm the only person who can help someone, which is true, Dr. Drew. Mm-hmm. So you should come and help me. <laughs> I have a problem. Oh, and then the other thing that was interesting was Bob saying, wow, when I first met you, even or at some point, he said, here's a guy who doesn't know he's powerless. Yeah. yeah. Right. That mm-hmm. was so intense and and what michael lohan does he's like i mean he he totally (laughs) pegged him right totally he's like oh that's scary to think of yeah he did have a second of panic like what do you mean isn't that the first step admitting you're powerless Mm -hmm. right that's that's what i would think go back to one michael seriously just saying just do another season you know you want to Mm -hmm. go back to one revisit one yeah exactly um so anything else about michael lohan or should we move on to jeremy I say we move on to Jeremy. Okay, let's move on to Jeremy. Um, An orange glow. Oh, beautiful orange glow. But he looked good. Aside from the orange glow, he looked fantastic, didn't he? So good. He actually looked slightly too skinny in his face. Like that. It was very bony. It was. He saw every bone in his face. It might just be because we've seen him, you know, puffed up. But he he looked slightly too thin to me. But he's all about muscle. I don't even. What's this? What are we hearing? Is it the Baywatch music? Are you music? serious? Oh. It's the Baywatch music. I can oh, only hear is? like three notes in the background. Seriously. I have David Hasselhoff in my head now running. Yeah, yeah totally. Just like that. <laughs> Phil has like, is very familiar with all the characters of Baywatch, I guess. Um, that was, I mean, come on. Um, foreign. This was the number one show internationally yeah. ever. Come on. Back in the day, this show was amazing. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I don't remember all the For characters For a 10-year-old boy? <laughs> Wow, that's something I did not catch on now, to. Now, now we know a little more about mm-hmm. Phil, don't we? Got it. So that just speaks volumes. Thank you, Phil. Phil, we need to move on because Good that's grossing some of us out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he lost twenty pounds yeah. and did a bunch of those things that you're not supposed to do. Moved, moved house, as they say in Europe. He he moved into another home. Uh, reunited with an old ex girlfriend, mm-hmm. which yeah isn't supposed to happen, right? Right. Is yeah. That- Oh, you're not those... supp- you're not supposed to start a new relationship right away when you go. Uh, or a relationship with even worse someone that you knew while you were addicted well, while he you said were long doing lost drugs. girlfriend. She could have been somebody from from when yeah. he was high school doing or that. something. You yeah. never know. She could have been from the show. She could have been. <laughs> ba- is she, that based on did. your vision view of her? I don't you know. You went, wow, she's really hot. I'd like to see her in a high cut red no, one that's piece. Not it at all. No. Is that no? If no. she's just Ask long lost. She what? He's long lost. If oh, she okay. was long lost, yeah. you know, he, he lost his inner child of Hobie. Oh, my God. Okay. We're just, okay. Yeah, anyway. Whenever. So he's yes. orange. Mm-hmm. Um, and and there was some speculation in the room that the orange might actually be from all the carrot juice that he's drinking. That yes. happens. Yeah. Do you know that? that? Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. Well, he, he had like a bunch of carrots on that counter. He if you did. Saw that. Okay. And he was juicing in the just, beginning. Yeah. So I think he might want to think about maybe moving over to like, I don't know, some more more celery juice, something else. Now it's like that's probably an obsession. You, I yeah. know people. I know people who would have carrot juice every day and it didn't take long. It was like two weeks, carrot juice every day. They're, your palms turn orange first. How yeah. many times a day? Just once a day. That freaks me out. But yeah. My friend, we tried to get her to do that. We were trying to um drink orange juice we every bet day. Her that she carrot, couldn't carrot get her juice. Yeah, carrot, carrot juice. juice. Bet her um that she couldn't get her, her palms orange. And then she did, but my friend just told me she just rubbed, rubbed carrot. No, it happens uh, after not very long. That is mm-hmm. that freaks me out. Just means you got a lot of beta carotene in your body. But then, do, if you like eat a banana, could you turn yellow? It, I only know it. No, I only know of it happening with carrots. Yeah, actually, 
the only thing I've ever heard of that happening. My mom used to force me to drink carrot juice every morning. Really? Were yeah. you? But orange? you didn't turn orange. I never turned orange, but it was just a small glass a day. It yeah. wasn't like a you know a big jug of carrot juice. Right. Yeah. Like he had like two hundred carrots on the counter. Yeah. Just something <laughs> know, ridiculous. There were, there were a lot yeah. of carrots there. Veggies. Um, and so, but then he's also he's working with a nutritionist mm-hmm. and. So, okay, so Bob says we're four months out of rehab. Is that right? Four months. And for three months, Jeremy's, you know, toe on the line. Mm-hmm. I see him all the time. And then he disappeared for a month. And then they never t- talked about it again. I, I know. Why did everyone disappear? What happened in m- month four? I want to know. They New addicts taking the screen? Is that what I, I don't know. That's when he, moved, he probably moved out. He couldn't. Yeah, actually, you're probably right. Yeah, he was Maybe that's settled. when he was moving and getting settled and Bob couldn't find him. But anyway, so he was kind of the MB- MVP for, for the first three months, keeping Definitely. everybody. Yeah. And he was, wasn't he such an interesting character yes. on this yeah. show? Because he was so different from all the other addicts that we've seen. Yeah, he was like punching the tree at first. That's, I was going to say, that was to me my favorite scene. He was kicking and punching a tree like in that John Claude Van Damme movie. Yeah, yeah totally. He, no punching bag. He hated that tree. Yeah, he did. <laughs> oh um, my god. You didn't get to see. Too. You didn't I get know. to see the thing about bottled water. No, it was oh, the thing about bottled water. I don't know if you know this, Dan. It's uh-huh. a new medical breakthrough, uh-huh. according to Jeremy. Yeah, sounds amazing. Exactly. Uh, he came in with all these uh, huge jugs of water, and they asked him why he had so much water, and he said it's because. Um, he needed to like deionize it or something like that, right? Right, deionize it because tap water. No, no, bottled, bottled water. water. Oh, huh. it's it's proven that according it can to cause, Jeremy, it could cause bisexuality. So, so the first oh, one of the that. first nights in rehab, he's there <laughs> the with first his episode like or it something. looked like a wow. still almost. You know, it had like crazy tubes Great. and things coming out and like a centrifuge and uh yeah. well, and and he was very much in his detoxing from all of his uh the steroid use and everything and shelly i think came in and said hey uh what's with the apparatus and he's like you know bottled water it causes bisexuality so i got and it was, just, he was so manic about it it was it was really and comical well, and positive he was probably like, the plastic yeah. yeah, that's what, yeah. the plastic. Yeah, apparently causes bisexuality. Though. Yeah, probably that. Well, you'll be least... glad to know the water you are drinking is deionized. Thank you very oh. much. I'm gonna go wash my hair with it too because that's really good for your hair. Um, but uh, I think one of the all-time great um, quotes from this episode and from perhaps this season, Bob says to Jeremy, "You know, when you're in rehab with Steven Adler, you're gonna oh, look pretty good no I matter know. what." <laughs> I'd be like, damn, damn. That cracked but me up. That's true. It is true. Very true. I wasn't even thinking about that. Um, happiest he's ever been in his life. Yeah. Well, he's not I spending- think he needs to tone down the eye makeup, though, a little bit. The, I, I know, mean, look right? Look at that, like, eyeliner and yes. gray eyeshadow. Yeah. And, okay, good. Come on, yeah, Jeremy, seriously. Real, right? what, uh, there's metrosexual, and then there's, like, <laughs> you're starting to look like a drag queen a little bit. So just just tone it down a little. Has you're a good-looking guy. drinking bottled yeah. water? No, he was drinking... And look, orange... Uh, yeah, look carrots, at that. Like, okay, seven yeah, carrots in the hand. carrots, yeah. And they're... Ju- yeah. Mix in with some broccoli or something. That's why, he's, that's why he's orange, I'm telling you. I will say his yeah. house looks so much better. As Outside from the syringes and stuff from his old house, the walls were, like, white... There were three crosses on the walls. Yeah. Like it was a little creepy. And now he's got plants. He's got color in yeah, there. Yeah, it looks like kind of life, yeah. right? He's also yeah. not spending $200,000 a year on, on, drugs. on drugs. Yeah, yeah. on yeah. his particular kinds of drugs. Yeah. And then the empty drawers. So what do you have in here? You, are you right. taking any supplements? Well, I've got a multivitamin. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> yeah, a multivitamin, a liver cleanse. Thing. It's like it's so like a little organized. A little, and... Uh, and what did he move in like super recently? Because must have, because there no. was not much in those drawers. There was like three thousand drawers that were empty. Yeah, yeah. He just doesn't know what to put in there now that he doesn't have. Yeah, that's true. Suitcases of syringes. Well, he could right. just put mirrors in there. Yeah, to yeah. Look it's a I bet he'd like that. I bet he would uh-huh. like that. Yeah, just to rhyme, remind him. And uh, we found out a couple weeks ago that he was um, dancing with the Chippendales in Vegas. Um, in really? around the time you were in Vegas, I'm just going to show <gasps> Did you see him? Uh, but, uh, but I haven't heard anything since. So, you know, it would be interesting to know if he had uh, made any more guest appearances with Chippendales in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, Phil, do you know if he that's has? Going? And th- I wonder if that might have the, uh, 
might have uh, the, the you know the crazy facial hair gymnastics mm. he was doing a couple weeks ago. His facial oh, yeah. hair. I swear changing. he was. Uh, what's that? I'm sorry. Is that I you? said nothing. Oh, okay, oh. sorry. Oh, I heard. I thought I heard something. He had some crazy facial hair like going a, on. He would have. He had to have been wearing. I don't know what you call those, but. Oh, a fake, 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 you know, mustache. a wig for his face. Yeah. Really? Um, he would have a mustache in, in one episode. He'd have a mustache in one scene and then have the full on like Van Dyke going on and then just a little soul patch. And then he'd have it didn't make like, sense. it was bizarre. In the order that it was in, it changed all the time. Maybe he's just trying to find his uh, his style. He must have been. Just kind of I don't know what that was about. It, it happened to be televised. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess he was just trying to. Maybe he was waiting for people to vote. Yeah, see what they like the right. best. Exactly. Maybe it was a drinking right. game. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Such a good drinking game. Um, so the other thing that he mentioned was that he's he's a two year cycle guy. Yeah. So he, you know, he does steroids for a couple of years and then he quits and because he get, becomes a hot mess. And then I don't even remember what it was he did before that. Was he drinking or something? Like, I, I to me. I thought I thought he said. I mean, I was like, oh, that covers most of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he gets through them all. And then yeah. he said something about sex addiction. Oh right, yeah, sex yeah. addiction. Yeah, that's right. And I was like, okay. And then I cocaine. Did you already say that? You say cocaine. I don't. I don't remember that. But maybe. I but it, but so interesting. At least at least one thing about him is that he knows that he mm -hmm. does that. Yeah. You know, goes through a cycle, and now maybe he's broken the cycle because. Well, let's hope because I'm. I was afraid that that kind of means that he's expecting. Yeah. Something sobriety to last two for two years, years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but that's that's very specific two years it? per thing it's not like a year and a half he did this one uh, right. two years he did that it's right. two years per thing right yeah what is that, that interesting. about maybe he can only hold it together for that long yeah right. and then and then it all falls apart yeah i don't know yeah that was interesting he never mentioned that before uh-uh uh-uh and he never got that bad steroid face his skin always looked pretty good i feel like i'm obsessed with people's skin but his oh, totally his, his you know how they yeah. get uh the really bad acne that really like yeah. cystic acne on yeah. the face. he he didn't have that from what we saw so but he That's did have true. a very like bulldog kind of face yeah. though it was very yeah. just i don't know very wide yeah yeah but now living in malibu living the life with the girl and the carrot juice and uh yeah making things are looking pretty good still doing like little push-up style things uh -huh. on the balcony yeah. uh-huh Hopefully he's not beating up sand. That's yes, that exactly. wouldn't be very or very helpful. Just hates the nature. Yeah. He just picks one thing in yeah, nature. Yeah, he just hates beat up. Hates it. He's gonna find a fish and beat it up. <laughs> so uh let's move on to Amy Fisher. Oh. oh this was a real I'm glad they saved this for the last Yeah. Part. Why? Because it was a real I mean the whole time. And they like advertised it as such, but the whole time it was just a buildup. And I thought for sure she would talk to her. Right. I mean, yeah. if if Mary Jo. Mary Jo Buttafuoco. Yes. Jo. If Mary Jo like came out on her own to talk to her to because she felt empathetic, then I would think that Amy Fisher would be like. Right. If yeah. you think there was going to be resistance anywhere, you would think it would be from the victim, yeah. not mm -hmm. from the perpetrator, right? Yeah. And yeah. it it was not that way. No. And so why do you think that uh, Amy didn't want to meet with her? Well, she said, "Oh, I spent so much time apologizing, but I I think it definitely has something to do with the fact that she doesn't want to think about it." She yeah. Might I, I agree. She might just be afraid in a way because it looks yeah. like she really got her stuff together. She's in a house with a parrot, two dogs, and a kid. Like she's, she said she's leaving the adult film business and she's got all that. And then all of a sudden, you know, someone's coming back and go now come back to your old life. Come meet up. Yeah, with, totally. You know, right. And that right. Like and reliving it and uh -huh. going through it. And yeah. I, I'm sick of reliving it. And I can understand that. Well, I, I minutes, think but, that yeah. I think it, I, I don't know if Bob mentioned this or not because I wrote it down, but I don't know if that was my thought or his thought. But she. She was so adamant. I'm not doing it. I'm mm. not doing it. She wouldn't even right consider away. it, right? Yeah. And so uh, the impression I got was that she can't, she can't forgive herself. Yeah. Totally. And and the revisiting mm -hmm. just brings up all that pain. And if you if she even said, you know, I was uh, what she say it was I made a mistake. Oh, I got mad. Yeah, I got mad. You know, when she when she actually shot her in the moment, she was she was literally 16 years old, right? She was mm. a child. Yeah. And uh, didn't think about the consequences of it. Didn't think about the five minutes that would happen after that or the 20 years that would happen, happen after yeah. that. And 
it didn't, you know, it, it just didn't occur to her. It was, uh, your brain's not developed when you're 16 years old. You don't understand about consequences in that way. Yeah. And so it was, it was not so much a premeditated act of murder, yeah. attempting murder, but I just got mad and I wanted it to be over, right? He yeah. still brought a gun. So, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, he still yeah, brought a gun. Yeah. I'm sure that case would, didn't, wasn't very strong in court. Right. I just got I mad. got mad. Yeah. But the the point that I, I'm trying to make is that she, in her adult mind, it's hard to forgive something that you did as a child when as an adult you go, look, I had a gun. Mm-hmm. I, you know, waited for her to turn away. I pulled the gun. I pulled the trigger the whole bit because as anybody over you know, 16 years old kind of gets the the gravity of that. And obviously Amy's spent 20 years getting the gravity of it, mm-hmm. but it's hard to look back on your 16 year old mind the night with the naivete that you have at that point and try to see through that and, and forgive oneself. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or understand. Or, yeah. Or even be able to understand how you could have gotten to that point. How yeah. many times do you think she had to like go back and think about that? Well, she, I can't imagine. she did. If, if you saw, she got so tense when he brought up her name. Yeah. Like she was yeah. so locked all the time. As soon as he brought up her name, she, even her hand just kind of shot up, like yep. a little agitated. Yep. And then her body just kind of froze. And she yep. just, it was a whole different yep. conversation yep. once the name was brought up. Yep. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it definitely has to do with forgiving herself. Yeah. Like yeah. She just went through this process of, I think, like realizing that or something. And so now. It's already, I mean, she said it's too soon. Mm-hmm. Well, and she's also, we saw in the show that you may not have seen, the the whole season, a lot of the, her time in rehab was spending time blaming the media. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. that? All and again, yeah. distraction, don't look at me and for herself, don't look at me, don't look at what I did. Let's talk about how these people ruined my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, they ruined me. They painted me as the the Long Island Lolita was the nickname that they gave her. Um, so she she spent a lot of time diverting attention and not looking at at the consequences of what she yeah, did and the reality of what she did. Exactly, yeah. I mean, she did end up taking the responsibility. Obviously, but yeah, there's there's still some work to be done there, though it yeah. appears. I, yes. I will say I had a lot of respect for her because this is really the first time I really saw her or uh-huh. knew her. And that whole first part, uh, they were like at a party and someone made a joke about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was Jeremy's earlier right. sister. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I, I thought she, you know, cared herself really well at that point. She, she just did. told her husband, it's fine. I just want to get out of here. Yes. And he like rightfully so got aggressive. But yeah. she, I had respect for that. I th- I thought she handled it really well. Yeah. She, yeah, she actually did. Mm-hmm. She, she, But she... And after that, she really had kind of a breakdown, but yeah. it could have partly been because of the histrionics that were going on between Jeremy and Lou, her husband, right. but also that being brought up again and again and again. And the poor thing that, but see, that's the kind of thing, her being able to handle that situation the way she did mm-hmm. from an even stronger base of, of, you know, self-forgiveness, um, accountability, responsibility, she paid her debt to society, mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff. That's what will continue to help her through her life from here yeah. on out. Yeah. Um, but Mary Jo Botafuco, I thought was fascinating to see her again because we haven't seen her in a long time. I mean, it's been a long, long time since I've mm-hmm. seen her do any kind of media stuff. And for her to talk about how she had watched the show, she had seen Amy start to feel compassion for her and had been to the Betty Ford Center I know for, yeah. for an addiction herself. So clearly has a whole other appreciation for how how people are, how people think, what's I can't what's imagine going on. to be in the place where I would be okay with talking to someone who shot me in the face. Yeah. Well, here's what I thought was interesting about that is uh, is Bob came back to talk to her. Mm-hmm. Is he said you're ready to go back and talk to her, and she said yes, and he goes, let's talk about how she ruined your son's life or like you know what i mean as soon as he said oh, yeah. let's talk let's forgive her but let's yeah. talk about first oh, yeah. how she destroyed your life yeah. now you're ready to forget i mean oh, i don't think that's yeah. the smartest thing to do wasn't their children right also yeah destroyed basically yeah and she goes yeah she ruined my son's life because of this and this and this and then bob was like okay now i'll talk to her about you yeah, forgiving her exactly <laughs> so that's so strange it, it was yeah it was yeah it was definitely odd and then i felt really the son seeing his mom yeah. Being shot and in a coma. I 
don't understand that because the the handful well you know anytime there's a parent in that terrible situation of being gravely ill or gravely injured and then bringing a kid into a hospital for me i still have trouble going into hospitals they're so terrifying to me mm-hmm. because you know it's it's rarely that someone's there having something happy happen to them when yeah. when people have babies they come out with you know a prize, uh, so <laughs> to speak. But even that can of, go wrong. Most guys. of the other times that you go in, it's you know, it's it's trauma. There's trauma and recovery involved, and it's yeah. so difficult to deal with. And and bringing kids into that, it's so charged because you're mm. you're scared. You don't know what's happening to your parent, and then when you see your parent. They don't look right. And then a coma. Yeah. That's terrifying. So I don't understand. I mean, maybe it's, I I don't know. I, oh, uh, yeah, I don't get it. I'm not sure. I think that that's the great idea. Um, The greatest idea ever to do with bringing a child. And so they can see their mom with her her head the size of a balloon because that's the enduring memory, which is Uh what, what Bob or what Mary Jo was saying. That's the enduring memory. And our, I hope, I hope her son got some help. Yeah. Because that's, I don't know, that that would be really hard to forgive. But maybe seeing his mom forgive her is makes him... I would imagine that that, mm-hmm. that would help a lot. But again, the thing that he brought up about them being forever linked, the day that yeah. Mary Jo Botafuco dies, Amy Fisher's name will be right next to her, and vice versa. It's, you know, it's they are linked forever. That was really interesting yeah. to me. Are they like media married in that sense? Yeah. yeah. That is so weird. And just... Yeah, it just sad because of all the things they would like to forget in their lives. Yeah, exactly. that's it. Exactly. But no, it, you're always going to be linked to each other, always. Mm-hmm. But at least she acknowledges it. You know, yeah. she understands that. Yeah, yeah. I know that she, Amy Fisher, um, uh, obviously she's really sensitive about blame because yes. when he said, "Why mm-hmm. don't you just so now you would just say you're sorry, just you two, you know, and cameras." Right. And and now you could just apologize, which is every, what everyone wants to see. Right. And then she gets super defensive. Yeah. Yeah. It's the blame. It's yeah. just the over and over again, blame. She, well, yeah. And she she still has work to do because one of the things that she said that really struck me was he said something like, isn't life better now? And she goes, well, it's more painful. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, well, you're not drinking to mask the pain anymore. And she goes, yeah. And it's more painful. You know, so yeah. she was not really seeing the benefit of sobriety yet. Yeah. She did say, but I feel better about myself. Yeah. But it was very quick. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And she and then she, and she quit talked the... about how painful it right. was. So, I mean, it, it is. It is yeah. because she's having to look at things that she's been masking before and she's living through the pain. And we've seen it a million times on intervention. I want to take this drug because it makes me forget the pain that I'm not dealing with. Yeah. But, um, but there's, you know, there's more work to be done by her. It's a bit of a road to go. So I think we are ready to go. Oh, she did. Uh, she quit. She did quit the adult film industry. Yes. Yeah. Good work there. Good for you. Excellent choice. She gave up the two hundred to four hundred thousand dollars a yeah. year. Yeah. And is moving to Florida because she can't live afford to live in that beautiful house in New Jersey anymore. Mm. Good choice though. Good choice. Yeah. It'll be better for her family. Better yeah. for her. Better for her kids. Yeah. Better for everybody. So totally. Um, So I think we should go to commercial, and when we come back, we'll have just a little gossip. Gossip discussion. Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. This television, and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's Shakespearean. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Find out why After Buzz TV is the number one source for after show content. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy, Nucky is a villain. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Your husband or your best friend? <laughs> the wig! The wig will come off. When the TV show is over, get your after buzz on. Okay, so we're back. And we're running on the beach in Malibu in our red swimsuits. And Phil's 10 years old. Oh. Well, no, we're celebrating we're the sobriety of these people in this week because we will not be celebrating it next no, week. No, we won't. <laughs> but uh, we're going to get to that in a second because that'll be our predictions. But so in the gossip, 
Um, I had some some. After Buzz TV news. It's not news. It's gossip. Um, because I don't have any news. But uh, again, I was at a party today, talking about the Aftermath, and uh, um, I heard some gossip that Sean Young was paid to be on this show. Really? Uh huh. And uh, in the six figures paid to be oh, on the show. Ow. Now, I'm trying to confirm the gossip to see if that's just somebody speaking out of their uh, out of turn. But um, but what do you think about that? Because that's been the, the topic that's come up every time, every season of Celebrity Rehab. Are they paid to do it? Um, how does that affect the choice to go to rehab? Because if you're choosing for money versus the you know real choice mm-hmm. of wanting to go to rehab it's tainted um and you'll probably relapse yeah so no. so t- t- thoughts have have they ever said if they have paid or have yeah, not is there paid? an official statement no not that i have no so they just kept it in the dark yeah well most of them seem like celebrities that may not be making that much money anymore right 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 so that could be an incentive to getting people. Right. But now that it's popular, it's also like publicity. Yeah. And sure. both of those are the wrong reasons. Right. But the other side of that coin, pardon the pun, is that however you get to rehab, it's good to be in rehab. Yeah. You know, so if money is an incentive and gets mm-hmm. you there and then you eventually do the work, you know, is that is that good or bad? The other thing that I that I'm not that I think is really kind of a conundrum is I can't imagine Dr. Drew thinking that that's a good idea to Uh, pay somebody to go to rehab. Exactly. And I believe Dr. Drew, I believe him a lot. Well, he's never said anything to me. All you guys have not brought up the fact that why Sean Young? Okay. Get Leonardo DiCaprio, get Will Smith, get his ass in rehab for six figures. Right. Well, because they wouldn't do it for six figures. Yeah. (laughs) They have enough figures to. Yeah. All right. Get the situation. From Jersey Shore, someone. Well, he's too busy being on Dancing with the Stars. And he has oh. to be drunk. That's what the show's about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why it's great well, rehab. I, right. What's What's your thought about why Sean Young? I don't know. I mean, I know there's rumors that they're remaking another Blade Runner, like actually remaking it. But yeah. she could what never that? be in that now. Yeah. Well, what is that? That's not, not the Sean. way. Yeah. I, I don't see who this benefits. So, may, why, Phil? Do you think Jeremy Jackson should? I don't think any pay? of them should get six figures. You get your 10000 No, let's do 5000 an episode, and that's it. Right. Even if they get rehab for free, apparently I've heard that rehab is really expensive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and some really people is. I know they haven't been able to go. Well, that was part of the discussion I had at this barbecue I was at earlier today, which is a very productive barbecue. Obviously. I know. It brought up many <laughs> things today. Was, productive. you know, here are people who need to go to rehab and are being paid to do it, allegedly. I mean, we don't know that they're being paid, but if they are, let's just say that they are for purposes of discussion. So they're paid to be, to be going to rehab. And all of these other people who can't afford it, who, you know, whose families are coming up with thousands and thousands of dollars who are trying to do anything to get their kid to rehab and sometimes can't. And then here are people, you know, like Sean Young getting six figures to go to rehab and then drinking. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think what's important to acknowledge too is it's if they are getting paid, it's not just they're getting paid. It's all these celebrities who at one point, you know, who didn't have cameras on them for so long suddenly are getting that attention. Right. Yeah, exactly. Which I think in itself can be a form of addiction. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Um, but but some of them can make it work for them. Yeah. By Ling, perfect example. Mm-hmm. So somebody who's been just crazy on the radar. I mean, you know, showing up at events, doing weird things. You know, the, the video that we saw of her dancing, you know, on bars and things like that. Known for being in the news as a whack job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a and public apology right so then she goes on celebrity rehab rehabilitates herself and right out of the gate gets a job you know which ends up really helping her career so some of them obviously it it can work for and some of them it can work against amy fisher it kind of worked against her i think yeah she went back because she went back well with her having issues with the cameras during rehab Mm -hmm. and speaking to the addiction of cameras and attention and all that kind of stuff yeah Mm -hmm. um you know i think some people it works for and some people it doesn't but um but the problem is the ones that it doesn't work for make the best tv right sadly so right but that's just i guess how it works true right yeah 
because it's you know, we want to watch the car crashes. The most drama. Mm-hmm. And I know that some people have said, and I could see both ways, if they didn't know Dr. Drew, that it was an exploitation um, in some way. To of, be to filming be on rehab? the show. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, and also, you know, I love the show and we love uh-huh. the show. Uh-huh. So I don't think that. Right. Um, but I, for a while I was hearing that they were going to take it off the air. Uh, we still haven't heard if there's going to be a new season yet. And, and I think there won't be, especially because Dr. Drew has his new show on. Yeah. Now I think it's going to be pretty busy. Um, what's that show called, Phil? It is called life changers life on changers. the CW. Mm-hmm. On the CW. And, um, uh, our own Maria Menounos has a heavy hand in it. Yay. Yes. Go Maria. Maybe you will get to meet. I know. Him. That's what I'm hoping. You're only two degrees separated from him now. His daughter goes, oh, wait, I'm not going to say this on air. So, yeah. Now, you're after Buzz TV predictions. I'm going to try and get some confirmation on that, that, uh, money situation. The money situation. I, well, I'll see if I can, because this is a two-part episode, which I, they kill me, these two-parters. They just, I hate They them make too. me crazy. Yeah. There's just more. Make me crazy. There's yeah. more. But, two-parter, which is good, because we need to know more about what's going on. So, we have predictions. We still have Sean Young. I am going to predict that she's drinking. Me too. She moved back in with her alcohol. Because I have husband. it on good authority. <laughs> she okay. Drinking. Okay. So, and I think they made it pretty clear on the show. Yeah. 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 I mean, her husband, who's an alcoholic. Who her husband, who mm-hmm. she remember divorced in 2003. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Did they ever get remarried? No? Not according to the research I did. Not remarried. So, got divorced in 2003. He's that drinking. Was it. He said he wasn't ready to stop. Right. So, yeah, I think she's going to drink again. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Steven Adler looked like he was, he's, Bob challenged him, said uh-huh. he's smoking pot. And he's like, where did you go? And he apparently, I think Steven disappeared for a while. I have hopes yeah. for him, though, because he, he, you know, when he is clear of mind, he really seems like he's got it together. You haven't gotten to see much of that. You'll get to see so, it next yeah. week. Uh, sweet guy. Seems yeah. like a really sweet guy. Except mm-hmm. when he's high, he's crazy. Mm-hmm. Really? He's a crazy person. He's like trying to kill people. He's hurt people on staff, on so- yeah. sober living and stuff. Wow. It's yeah. really messed up. He's, he's crazy crazy. So uh, we'll see about him. And then Doc, who we just not get, he has hardly showed up the whole I heard like one anyway. thing from him. And we didn't see anything in him for next week. So he's probably sober. We saw <laughs> him boring. with the kids at baseball. Yeah. Oh, we did? Oh, we yeah, I must have like, been writing was, notes when it happened. But I mean, clearly you're pitching a ball with kids. You're fine. You're fine. Exactly. Unless he's hitting them yeah. by accident. <laughs> right. Because so, he could be drunk and he's, pro- he's the ball. probably, like you say, boring. There you go. Yeah. And sober. Uh-huh. Then we have Jessica. We have Sugar. Oh, yeah. I, she didn't stay sober. She Which one was Jessica? Sugar. She's, we're we're going to see her next hair. week. Short, oh, short, okay. bl- platinum blonde hair was on uh, Survivor. So, yeah, I think, you know, this week was the hope and joy episode, uh, part, part one of the uh, revisit. Next week's going to be the despair. Despair and hot messes the crash yeah, with a glimmer mess. of hope God. Yeah. yeah i know guys it's terrible it's terrible but yeah we'll be watching yeah <laughs> yes we will <laughs> anything else anybody got anything uh no dr drew call call okay <laughs> we you really want to meet dr drew yeah yeah oh she really does <laughs> i do I really um do. thanks for being with us this week Thank i hope you you'll be with us next Dan. week because yeah. now you're hooked i know you are oh i'm absolutely so we will see you all next week for part two of the season five revisited from producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.